Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. When you can see through healthy, healed, and whole eyes, you approach dating with a clear vision. When your vision is clear, you create a path for better experiences and people to find you. It all starts with your preparation to become better. This is why it's so important to become the right person to attract the right person. So start becoming. Louise Hay, you can heal your life. Today we're going to talk about a few things. Um, It's relevant to my current reality because that's that's this platform for me. So I know you all love when when that's the case. But it's also something you can take into your day-to-day. And today I want to talk about healthy relationship conflict and how to fall in love, stay in love, and how we sp- and how how we speak affects our lives, right? So before you speak, I want to offer you something to think about this whole episode. Ask yourself, is it kind? Is it necessary? And is it true? We don't think before we speak. This is a big flaw in humanity, to be honest with you. People remember what you say, they remember how you make them feel. This goes from the stranger on the street to your significant other. And effective communication is so, so, so important. And it's a direct reflection of who you are inside, how you speak to other people, how you treat other people is literally how you view yourself. So in becoming the best version of you, you can show up better for other people. Now, what do I mean by this? Today, there are three points I want to talk about. And I just made this up randomly as I was typing out what I wanted to kind of touch on for this episode. And it's about regrouping, revisiting, and resolving This is how you can have a healthy conflict in a relationship. So regrouping, revisiting, and resolving. So what do I mean by this? So the other day, I was talking to somebody that I've been seeing, and um, we were supposed to meet up during the week. And we've only really seen each other on the weekends because of our work schedules and living apart like an hour away. And so I was like looking forward to seeing him during the week because he mentioned that if I was in the area that we could have dinner together, do something during the week. He had a rough day at work, or that's the only the only information that I gathered from him. And he backed out on plans. And this wasn't the first time. This was the, the second time. And this is interesting because I'm not pointing fingers or blaming, but we were completely misunderstanding each other. And so I in the past would not say anything. I would just kind of let it go like, oh, it doesn't bother me. But I was hurt by this and I was like, dang, I really wanted to see him. I just need to express that, you know, that I don't want to be a convenience to anybody and I'm just a little bit disappointed and maybe we just need to take some time to regroup. Part one, right? Regroup. So for me, regrouping in the past would be like, let me just pour my feelings out to you, word vomit them, not mean half of it. And then, well, (laughs) that's a great start to a new relationship. However, in all the work that I've done, I was taking this opportunity to regroup in a different way. So I said, why don't we revisit part two, this situation in the next day or two? I'm not trying to avoid it, but let's kind of see where we can meet in the middle. 
And for me, this was becoming more solution-oriented versus problem-oriented. Y'all, I used to create stories and make problems just because. I didn't even know I was doing it. I have raised so much hell in my past relationships. If any of my ex-boyfriends are listening, I am sorry. It was completely unintentional. I was unaware. But I'm here, and I want to share this with you because I want you to do this in your relationships and see how they change. Just... Just see how they magnify your life in different ways. So we revisited the situation and I ended up seeing him in person and we talked about it. And y'all, our communication was way off. Our thoughts about the situation was way off. And there was more going on in his life than and that he hadn't expressed to me. But again, not everything is a good phone conversation, you know? So we were able to talk about it in person. Like, let's, what's the solution to this? How can we manage me not feeling like a Friday night just hangout or a weekend hangout? And you being able to keep your routine and love what you do during the week because, y'all, I'm the most structured person that I've ever met. So it's really nice to be with somebody who's also very structured, but also I know the importance of giving way to. Uh, to not having structure, right? Like I said no to so many things in my life for so long and I pushed good people away with bodybuilding that I just refused to do that to anybody again and I don't want that done to me. So I'm just making it very apparent that that's where my heart was at. So after we regrouped and we vis- revisited, we resolved the situation. And how are we gonna how are we gonna do this? Well, once a week, we'll have dinner together or something like that during the week. And then we'll also try to spend a weekend day together that leaves about two days to, you know, just hang out together, but also do our own thing and really get to know each other because it's something that's brand new in my life. And typically I wouldn't share something so, not that I wouldn't share something so personal, but I really felt like this was a good learning experience for me and how I handled things and how we spoke to each other. Like, you know, if in your past you're used to somebody coming through the door throwing shit and like screaming at you, then that's kind of what you expect. So on his front, maybe he expected me to come in doing that. And then on my end, maybe I'm just expecting him to write me off because like, you know, that would be easier to do. It hasn't been very long. We both had these stories in our mind and then we came together and talked about it. We shared our fears and shared what, you know, we thought the other was going to say. And we completely had a resolution that was so wonderful and it made my heart so happy. Like I, I, (laughs) I can't say that I look forward to fighting with somebody because it wasn't even a fight. It was just like, we didn't see eye to eye on something. We disagreed with something. I was feeling one way he was feeling another, but the way we spoke about it was like the most mature conversation I think I've ever had with a man in my life. And this was important, which is why I wanted to share it with you because often whether you've been with somebody 10 minutes or 10 years we forget you have to wait you we forget that we have to wake up and date this person every day. We have to wake up and choose this person every day. So in regrouping, revisiting and resolving conflict, it can be healthy conflict and we can learn how to fall in love with this person but also stay in love with them. Okay? So a few things to think about. Often we go around in circles, right? Um, and it's important that the way we talk to that person is is uh, is received well. Okay, so knowing this person, and obviously in my situation, this is very new, so we're still getting to know each other. So how do, how do you know if you're having healthy conflict? Well, number one, if you're going around in circles, just agree that you're going around in circles, but figure out how you can move forward. Where can we meet each other in the middle? This is being solution-oriented, not problem-oriented. Problem-oriented means we create stories over and over and actually solve nothing. We leave mad at each other, we leave we kind of just repeat old patterns because it seems easier and it's also innate within us. So it's not your fault, but in order to create a different resolution, you need to, you need to let go of those past patterns. Okay. 
Number two, say that you feel like things are escalating and you're both kind of defending your points of view. Maybe take a deep breath. Maybe this is where we regroup and walk away for a little while and then revisit it. Okay. That doesn't mean you're ignoring the situation, but both of you have a right to have some time to think about it. Because in the heat of the moment, you guys, we get so emotional and we speak through emotion and you can't take those words back. I've done it. I've said a lot of things I don't mean before. Number three, say, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. That makes sense to me. But also, can you see where I'm coming from? And then stop. Let them respond. Okay? Acknowledge that you hear them. It's really important to do like a playback. Like if they're speaking, if he says something and you're like, wow, I really didn't think of it that way. Can you tell me more about where that's coming from? Or how can I, you know, how can we navigate this differently next time? Just make sure that person feels heard. Also, don't deny your own feelings. Again, bring up, hey, can you also see where I'm coming from? Number four, I don't have to be right and you don't have to be right, but we need to see how we can meet in the middle. It's so important, you guys. The middle ground is where life unfolds beautifully for two people. You're on the same team, okay? Think about a sports team right now. It's football season, right? Every player doesn't automatically agree with the other or the plays being called or whatever the case may be. It's about compromise. It's about doing what's best for that situation, listening to each other, and then executing appropriately. Your partner is your teammate, you're, you're not choosing somebody to, <laughs> to go against your whole life. Like, that's exhausting. You're choosing somebody that you want to show up for and who's going to show up for you. You're choosing a best friend. And that choice is something you have to make every day. Number five, if you can't compromise due to your values, non-negotiables, religious reasons, I don't know what the case is. What does that look like for you guys? Don't leave each other guessing or assuming. It's not healthy. This is when we start to seek attention elsewhere because the person at home isn't serving us. But it takes two. So if you can't compromise, figure out what you're going to do about it. Number six, ask questions. Ask questions. I'm curious. Can you tell me more about that? Understand this person that you're looking at, that you're caring for. Like I said, I don't care if it's been 10 minutes or 10 years. We all want to be heard. We all want to be seen. We all want to know that our feelings matter and that we're validated. That's just us. That's humans. And if you show this genuine curiosity about this person that you want to spend your time with or spend your life with, they will love you more than you can ever imagine. They will show up for you in ways that you can never imagine. But it all starts with you. And I always say this, how you feel about yourself, the work you do on yourself is how others experience you. If I didn't do the work on myself, this man in my life, a wonderful, wonderful man would not be able to experience me in this way. I think back to when I was in ultrasound school and I dated a guy who was in medical school and he is a a great man. I'm not saying he was the man for me by any means. However, the woman that I showed up as in his life for three years as a girlfriend is somebody that I don't even know. I was crazy, you guys. Crazy. We all have that little crazy in us, right? Just jealous and insecure and he's going to be a doctor and all these things. It's kind of funny that I'm going to be a doctor now too. (laughs) I got you, boo. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like we all have that little bit of crazy in us. That's okay. That's what makes you human. But how you feel 
about yourself and what you do to work on yourself is how others experience you. And this is where you can maintain really healthy friendships, really healthy relationships, and see your life like literally unfold magically. It seems magical, but it's not. It's just putting the work in. Okay, because healthy relationships lead to healthy behaviors. And healthy behaviors lead to healthy relationships. What's your behaviors lately? What's been going on with you lately? Is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? Are you looking through his phone? Are you jealous? Are you insecure? Are you creating stories in your mind? Where's your self-esteem at? It has nothing to do with him or her. It's everything to do with you. And if you want a relationship or friendship built, built on trust and loyalty and honesty and integrity, you have to let go of abandonment and fear and all these predetermined patterns in your mind and in your life. I was telling my girlfriend the other day that 30s are the scariest years. And I've read this and heard this a few times because we are conditioned. We have 30 years before us to condition us to be okay with what is right now, even if we're not feeling okay with it. So in order to break those conditions and those patterns, you have to do something different. So I said this on episode 42, and now we're on episode 114, but I'm going to say it again. It's not just about what we say. It's about how we say it. It's not just about how we say it, but when we say it. And it's not just about when we say it, but how we show it. Your words, your presence, your eye contact, your body language changes everything. Hold a space where your partner feels safe. Not like you're trying to change them or judge them. But also set boundaries. How can I meet you where you are without compromising what's important to me? Say I'm sorry. Say I was wrong. How can we manage this going forward? How can I make you feel validated and wanted? And how can I show up best for you without losing me? Don't lose you for somebody else ever. Say thank you. Gratitude. Gratitude is the true gift of life. I appreciate you. Thank you. I value you. I love you. Doing these things will help you fall in love, but also stay in love. You know that initial dopamine dump, the spark, the chemistry, the butterflies? Y'all, that's falling in love. If you want to stay in love, you have to rekindle that spark. You have to actively nurture that desire and show up for that person. You know, when you first meet somebody, you're excited over what you share, like your similarities, your interests. But staying in love means respecting your differences, looking for compromise. In the beginning, you constantly want to spend all your time together. This is funny because him and I talked about this. Both of us have fallen flat on our face very quickly in relationships. Like we just, we're all in. We're all in. And that hasn't worked for us. So we're trying to do something different. We've both been hurt. We're actually like the same person in other relationships. So this is interesting because we both are creating boundaries. So we don't, as much as we love each other's company, we don't constantly constantly want to spend all our time together. But because that's, I mean, that's part of falling in love, but staying in love is making time for one another and seeking reconnection. So What's going on in your life right now? Is there somebody new in your life? Are you giving them all your attention? What happens if they walk away tomorrow? You know, with this disagreement him and I had, or this just misunderstanding, I should say, he could have walked, I could have walked, we could have just been like, that's easier, this is brand new. But in talking through how we were both feeling and not judging each other, I like him even more today than I did yesterday. Okay, 
And in the beginning, when you fall in love, you have these euphoria-like glasses on, right? You're optimistic. Oh, I can see him doing this. I can see her doing that. But staying in love is loving them for who they are, admiring them, complimenting them, pushing them, but also knowing that you're choosing them every single day for who they are, not who you want them to be. So if you want a healthy relationship, be curious, not critical. Be careful, not crushing. Ask, don't assume, and connect before you correct. Think about that. I want you to fall in love. I want you to stay in love. I want you to know what it feels like to work on yourself so others can experience you in a very powerful way. And most importantly, I want you to take a step back when something doesn't feel right. Regroup, revisit, and resolve. And every relationship in your life will be forever different. I love you all so, so, so much. Don't be afraid of healthy relationship conflict. It can look and sound very different than anything you've ever heard or seen before. You deserve that. I love you. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be kind, give back.